0: We are not here to do things perfectly, but we are here to learn from each other and to grow with lots of self-love and compassion along the way. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. I'm just, as I'm talking now, I'm realizing that I have major warning voice and I didn't actually realize that before I hit record. So we're just going to roll with it. It's totally cool. Um, And today we're going to be talking about Making the choice to build a life that you don't need to escape from. Who can relate to that? Like I am seriously raising my hand over here because there were so many times when I was counting down to the weekend and counting down to the next vacation. I would be on like one vacation and already be both simultaneously dreading going back to work and counting down to the next vacation. (laughs) or, you know, plotting the next vacation or something like that. And when, when we find ourselves stuck in this, it can really become a negative cycle. Like we're constantly waiting for the weekend. We are stressing every Sunday before the work week ever even starts up again. I would go through that every single week. Sundays never actually felt that fun to me. Like Sunday mornings would be okay. And then by midday, mid-afternoon, I was already starting to stress because I didn't want to start the work week again. And it just felt like I was constantly trying to find ways to escape my own life. So we're gonna dig into this a little bit today. And the first thing that I want to kind of bring up is, what is it that you're trying to escape from? What, like What is it that is the problem for you? Is it your job? Is it your relationship, uh, your kids? Maybe it's finances. You're, You're stressed about different things. Like what is it that you're trying to escape from? Because that's going to be really the catalyst that you can use as a jumping off point to make things better and different and improve upon that, to really figure out what it is that is making you feel as though you need to escape, right? And I realize I I threw kids in there just because I've heard, I'm not a parent, but I've heard all kinds of parents make jokes about needing to escape from their kids. So I'm not, I'm not digging in on, on that, but if you feel that way, obviously I realize that you can't like escape your kids, but maybe there's something that you can do to make, you know, spending time with your kids even more fun, right? There's all kinds of things that, that I'm sure that you could come up with in that regard. But again, just sort of figuring out what the source of your potential stressors are and what it is that you're trying to escape from is really going to be the key here to making some changes. Something else that I want to bring up too is like are you are you living life for someone else or are you trying to live up to some sort of societal ideal rather than what you really want too? That's a really scary question sometimes like that is that's a bit of a loaded question because We're sort of taught to believe that it goes, you know, like high school, uh, potentially like post-secondary education or find the the relationship, your person, get married, have kids, get the house, get a corporate job and a retirement plan with maybe, you know, like that one time a year vacation. If, if you're lucky, It, it, it just seems like so many of us are either already following that, which is amazing. If that's something that you're enjoying, that's fantastic but sometimes we're also potentially reaching for something that we don't even necessarily want. And we might not realize it until we're already kind of on that particular path. And when we're, sometimes when we're on a particular path, it feels so much harder to divert from that and to try something else new and scary and different and, and something that everyone else is considering crazy, basically, than to continue on down, like it. It just seems easier to just continue with that path, to go with the flow, right? Something that I think is really, and this was something that I really struggled with when I was uh, in my corporate job and just feeling kind of miserable. It, it's, it's not about the job. The job was great. It just wasn't for me, and I felt like I had no purpose or meaning, particularly. Like anyone could have technically been trained to do my job. I was good at my job. Like I I was, I would like to think I was very good. I was told that I was very good at my job, but it wasn't that it was so difficult that someone else couldn't do it. Like I was, I was replaceable just like most people are at at most jobs, I would argue. And even though we'd like to think that we aren't often, (laughs) um, but I didn't really have any sense of fulfillment from it. It wasn't something that was bringing me joy in any way, right? And when we lose that sense of p- purpose and meaning, that can be really stressful. And I don't think that we give that enough credit because most of us don't you know, graduate high school or graduate college and go, what can I do that will bring me the most purpose in life, (laughs) right? Like we're just looking to pay the bills. We're looking to pay off our student loans if you have them. We're looking to um, just get, get that paycheck that is going to help us pay the rent. Like we need to bring in the money and that tends to often override everything else, at least at first. And we're gonna talk about finances a little bit more heavily, but something that I want to challenge you to think about is what what is it that you can start maybe working towards because i'm realistic here like life does not change overnight and when i was working full time i when i was working full time my corporate job i mean um i was also side hustling at night and it was mostly for financial reasons at first so at first i was this is over the span of of years first i was cre- paying off some credit card debt Then I was clearing out my student loans and my car payments so that I'd be debt-free before we bought a home. Then I was saving extra money for down payment on a house. Now, all of this is to say, and I'll be talking about this more in upcoming episodes, I was also immensely privileged because after I graduated university, I went back home and lived with my mom for three years, I believe, two and a half, maybe three years, um, while I was paying all of that off. So not everyone has that option. And that allowed me to pay a lot of debt down to give me a little bit more freedom and wiggle room financially. So that was super helpful and not everybody has that. So I I totally, totally acknowledge that. And the finances are important. Like we, I'm going to be talking about this more in an upcoming episode as well, but the finances are important. I completely acknowledge that, that Yeah, we can be sitting behind our desk going, yeah, I'd love to escape from this life and travel the world and all these things, but money is a big problem. Of course, like I I get that. But what I want to underscore is that there are things that we can do right now to either start working towards a completely different life potentially, but also just adding things in and changing things up in your day-to-day right now so that you don't feel like you're trying to escape your own life every single day and that you are creating joy in in every day in the normal that you're looking forward to the day ahead even if it's a weekday and a work day <laughs> and when i quit my job i took a serious cut in certainty so both financial certainty kind of life certainty it, that that was a big deal and that was why i wrestled with the decision for months and months and even years i i had known for several years that that was the ultimate goal but actually doing it and getting to that point seemed so terrifying and let's be real sometimes entrepreneurship is just terrifying in the everyday anyway but overall it was it was something that i knew that i i had to find a way to do in order to escape the reality that i was currently in at my corporate job because it just wasn't serving me anymore at that point. And here's what a lot of people struggle with the most is that we get comfortable, right? We get very comfortable and comfort is always going to feel a lot easier than discomfort. And it's going to feel easier than the unknowns. And it's probably even going to feel a lot easier than being ambitious about these big, big goals that you have, right? Or that you did have at one point. We get really used to what we know. And then we come to believe that that's the only way of doing things. So we start feeling stuck and boxed in. And sometimes we might actually get these flashes of recognition, right? Like we might spot someone who's living in a totally different way than us and wish that we had that life and have this sort of glimmer of hope that there might be another way or that that could be possible for us potentially. Maybe you have a life-changing incident happen to you too or someone close to you and it almost jolts you to life and makes you realize that the life you're currently living is not the one you really want. These, These are sort of these lightning moments that can really trigger a huge cascade of change in sometimes because sometimes change comes over time other times we might really wake up to what our current reality is and how far it potentially might off be it, it might be off of our the reality that we want to so those are two different things, the reality that we want versus the reality that we have. And if we're always trying to escape the reality that we have to get to the reality that we want, we need to build a bit of a bridge there. There needs to be some basically try, trying to bridge the gap to get from one point to the other so that we aren't constantly you know, waiting for the weekend and counting down to the next vacation and feeling miserable every single Sunday night, right? I actually love Mondays now. And I didn't think I would ever get to that point. <laughs> I really, really didn't. I it, It's still amazing to me sometimes when I wake up on a Monday morning and I'm like, wow, I get to go create things today. And I create things on Sundays and, and Saturdays and stuff sometimes too. Like, that, again, that's entrepreneurship. But it's it still blows me away that I get excited to get to work on Mondays. And... That is possible. Like the other thing is, is that when when we get really comfortable, we, we get so used to it that we'll do basically anything to avoid discomfort. And here's the thing. It's a practice just like anything else and getting uncomfortable becomes easier with time because we build confidence slowly. Like the first time you walked, you weren't confident, but that didn't stop you right? You didn't take a few steps following and go, okay, I'm, well, I'm done. <laughs> I'm just going to stop here. I'm good. <laughs> and of course you weren't confident because you'd never done it before. You were shaky. You were unstable. You, you weren't sure how to take that next step. But over time and with practice, you built up that confidence slowly. Now, are you confident to walk down the street, to walk through your house to the kitchen? I, I hope so. I would think that you are, right? Like you, you're you confident that you can take that next step. So that's something that I really want to underscore here is that we, we have to give ourselves some grace that making some huge, you know, 180 in our life, I'm not suggesting that that's the best path for you. Like me going from a corporate job and also side hustling at night, like all of those things... I did that for years before I was ever able to quit my job. And that gave me hope along the way. Don't get me wrong. There were still some very tough days there. Like there would be times where I'd be crying in the bathroom because I was so miserable. And again, not about the job itself. It just wasn't what I, what I wanted. And I knew that I needed to be doing more, that, there, that I was meant to do more. And that that wasn't my my end game. That wasn't my end goal. So a lot of times I would have to remind myself, this is a means to an end. This is a means to an end. I'm working towards something bigger. But along the way, I wasn't trying to escape my reality so much as I was trying to find things to do in, in my side hustle and on the side that would bring me joy and purpose and meaning. And all of these things that made me look forward to to the day even if it was, you know, like a work day, right? There's nothing in your life that can't be changed. It's all in the way we do things. There's nothing in your life that that can't be changed. The choices that we make can all shift. And I I say that with the understanding that yes, of course there's some Constants. Again, something like, you know, like having kids, of course, that's a constant, obviously, but it doesn't mean that you can't change the way that you interact with your kids. Right? There's all kinds of, there's all kinds of choices that we can always make to shift things in our life. And the one thing that we can start to do is to just do something different. Like If you're living on your couch every waking hour outside of work, of course you're going to want to escape that. I would too, right? There, there are already times, you know, like if, I, if I'm not feeling well or if I'm just down or something like that and I spend too much time on the couch, I want to escape the couch because it just doesn't, it, it feels good at first. And then after a while you're like, okay, like I've kind of had enough, I'm bored, this doesn't feel great. We have to start small tiny, tiny little changes are still changes. And again, remember like something like my journey. And of course I'm still on one, obviously there's, there's still all kinds of changes that I'm making in my own life too. But over, over the years in my past, there were small changes that I was making on a regular basis to build up to bigger things. I didn't just wake up one day and say, Hey, I'm going to quit my job. And build a business and like do all of these other things that did not happen overnight. I cannot stress that enough. That happened over years and years and years, because then I also, you know, went to two years of nutrition school prior to that at night, every Friday night I spent at school doing, um, nutrition school so that I could then graduate and then start a business and all those things. But again, even just that portion of my journey alone took like by the time I started school and then graduated and then started a business, that took like three, three and a half years before I then ended up quitting my job. So start small, like tiny changes are still changes. And something that I want to point out here is that remember that on on your journey, remember that people don't like anomalies because a lot of times it reminds them of, of what they want but that they feel that they can't have. So you're potentially, depending on the decisions that you are making and the life that you eventually want to have, you're potentially going against the tide and that isn't going to win you popularity contests. So I want to forewarn you of that because you might need to get used to feeling a little bit awkward, especially at first. Like no one built an extraordinary life by being entirely ordinary and doing what everyone else was doing. So that kind of circles back to what I was saying before, that a lot of us are kind of pushed societally into what we consider to be the, the ideal lifestyle. And again, if you do, if you have that, that particular lifestyle and you love it, I am so fucking happy for you. That is awesome. Like that is awesome because we're all different, right? I'm only suggesting doing something else if that particular journey doesn't feel good to you. So something like, you know, the, the graduating school, getting the job, getting the partner, getting married, kids, house, uh, all of those, all of those things, right? That's amazing if that's what you're doing. But if that isn't what you want and you start to deviate from that, you might find some pushback from family members, maybe some from some friends, you know, there, there's going to be people who think that they know best for you. And they're probably saying it totally out of, out of love. Sometimes, sometimes it might be out of a sense of insecurity about their own life too, right? But nobody built an extraordinary life by being entirely ordinary and you get to decide what extraordinary looks like for you. That is a very individual process, but this is one of the many areas that you're going to need to practice being uncomfortable. You might have to feel questions from people or comments or kind of feeling misunderstood a little bit almost like I don't know the the family misfit a little bit there's there's all kinds of situations that are going to come up that you might not be expecting so I want to prepare you for that a little bit that there will be people who will have opinions and they will voice those opinions to you and it doesn't mean that you don't continue on your journey the way that you want to do it. It just means that that is one more way that you're going to have to practice being uncomfortable. But that's a good thing, right? Because we're trying to get more uncomfortable. We're trying to move out of comfort. And if we're pushing ourselves into these situations that are making us more uncomfortable, you're gonna get even better at being uncomfortable a lot faster, right? (laughs) So there's nothing wrong with that. I just want to prepare you that not everybody likes it when we start making different choices. I want you to commit to the shit that matters to you and to say no to everything else because we're also being really dishonest with ourselves. If we're saying yes to all of these life choices and everyday decisions that don't feel good to us, if we're saying yes to things that then we are actually trying to escape from, you're steering yourself in the wrong direction. And that that's going to cause all kinds of stress too. That is not going to feel good at all. So you need to kind of figure out what that bigger picture might look like for you, or at least some small portion of that bigger picture too. Because if you don't have, you know, this big grandiose vision of what you want your life to look like, that's totally fine. Instead, start with what you don't like right now, Going back to what I was talking about at the very beginning, which is kind of figuring out what it is that you're trying to escape from, what the problem is for you, and to start making small changes that can shift that. And then that bigger vision, it might take years to come to you, but you could be making smaller choices along the way that will make it that much easier to achieve that that bigger goal when it finally comes. Or you might actually just make all of those little small decisions every single day that then one day you wake up and you're like, wow, this is the life that I wanted and I didn't even necessarily realize that this this big vision was what I was working towards, but it's here, right? So there are little things that we can change all the time. Something else that I want to suggest here is to reach out to people who are doing what you want to be doing how you want to be living potentially and talk to them about it like how did they do that how did they accomplish that because everyone has a journey and no one gets anywhere overnight no one builds a life that they want to be living overnight it takes time it takes effort it takes again choices to get to that kind of life and lifestyle so in something like the age of social media this is easier than ever right we have so much incredible access to people all around the world who are doing all kinds of different things. So no matter what that lifestyle is that you want to live, there's a good chance that there's someone else out there who's living something at least somewhat similar to what you want to be doing. And you can talk to them about it or read their journey or, you know, listen to to them on a podcast episode, potentially whatever it is that that's going to look like for you talk to them about it, figure out how they did it. That could spark some ideas in you about how you can start to shift things in your own life and to get creative about making different choices. I'm going to circle back to the finances too, because I feel like we, we really do have to take a look at our finances. I don't think that we can have this discussion about choice without talking more about the finances. Living below your means, is important, and that can be harder harder said than done. I totally get that. But anywhere that you can cut costs and or increase income however you can is going to be really, really helpful. The reason being is that like money doesn't equal happiness. We, we all know this, money does not equal happiness, but money equals choices and a degree of freedom not afforded to you if you don't have the finances to go with it. And I absolutely get that this is easier said than done. I absolutely do, I promise you. But this is something that we can work on. Again, this isn't something that's going to happen overnight. All of these things trickle down to choices, everyday choices that we can be making and small little things that can add up in a really big way over time. Typically finances are not only an enormous source of stress, but they can really restrict freedom, right? Like more money, more problems. <laughs> it's, it's really tough to make decisions when we're coming from a place of lack and that the choices that you feel like you want to be making will cost money. Something, actually another example of this, I'm gonna go back to um, when I went to nutrition school, that was a big financial cost. It cost a lot of money to do the program that I wanted to be doing. And we were already kind of strapped for cash at the time. Um, my, my partner was kind of doing his thing with, with some schooling and stuff too. And it was tough. It was really tough, but I also knew that I had to find a way to make it happen because this, this, I could just feel it in my bones that this was my chance. This was what I wanted to be doing and I didn't want to put it off any longer so what did I do side hustle like I had a side hustle for years it wasn't until I quit my full-time job that I ended up it it was actually the first time in in a long time that I had only had one job I'm talking years like I had I had a full-time corporate job and some additional side hustle for a very long time. Probably, I would say, about a decade or potentially more on and off. Um, but for, for the majority of it. So that was something that it was just normal to me because I had all of these big things that I needed to pay for and accomplish and do. And a lot of those things were going to take money. Now, I, again, I fully recognize that I say this as a person of immense privilege without children to care for and to spend time with or additional responsibilities. But while that can change how you manage your money, it doesn't mean that you don't still have options. All of this said, I mean, I realize that the finances is a little bit of a heavier side of things and and a a more um, weighted topic, but something else that I want to, to point out is to play more. I know that 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 kind of seems obvious, but we tend to push that aside. If you're trying to escape your reality every day, maybe you need to introduce more play into your life, because if you're just working nonstop, of course, your vacation is going to feel extra good to you because you're actually allowing yourself to relax a little bit and to play more and to laugh and be more lighthearted, all of those things, right? Invite more play into your everyday life. Don't wait for vacation, don't wait for a weekend to, to ha- do something fun, invite it more into your everyday life. Like schedule it, plan for it, create it, take it with you, book dates with friends, you know, try something new, try a new class. Um, what, whatever it is that's going to make you feel good, book it. And if you don't book it, it's probably not gonna happen. So you have to actually schedule that into a calendar to try and make sure that you're going to do it in your everyday life. Prioritizing self-care. This is another really important one. And I have to tell you, this does not mean bubble baths and pedicures. (laughs) It can, if that, if that brings you immense joy and is just the best thing in the world ever to you. And I love bubble baths and pedicures as much as the next person. So go do your thing. If that's, if that's what it is, but that's not all I'm talking about with something like self-care. I'm talking about even the basic things like movement, exercise, nutrition, those things are basic forms of self-care that a lot of us try and push aside or avoid or, or anything like that. You know, We say that we don't have time for it. All of those things, we come up with excuses, but those things are super important forms of self-care. You can be you know, having all the bubble baths in the world, but if you never work out, you don't go for a walk or get outside at all, and you're eating like shit, is it still self-care? Right? Like we we have to kind of look at the bigger picture here. So we need to, to take care of the big rocks before we're moving on to the, the smaller things. Spending time with loved ones too. This is a huge form of self-care. And this can also potentially mean more, you know, like playtime, more, more joyful time. Doing activities that bring us joy, either with loved ones or on our own. Trying something new. Again, these are, these are very closely related, because I I always really feel strongly that doing more play and more things that bring you joy is a really great form of self-care. And creating room in the budget to take those classes you've always wanted to try. There's all kinds of um, like different fitness studios and yoga studios and all different types of things that will often offer you a free trial. Or at the very least, like a very low cost trial. You know, a lot of yoga studios will do like the the 30 days for 30 bucks or whatever. You can do something like that. There's um, different studios that will maybe offer you a week free to try something new. Go, like try something, do something, take a friend. Build these things into your everyday life. Because those things are going to give you something new and fresh to look forward to, to wake up to and be excited about so that you're not constantly waiting for that next big thing like the weekend or your vacation or you know, years from now when you're hoping to change jobs or something like that. Build these, these things into your everyday life and recognize what's amazing about your life already too. Like right this second, this doesn't mean that you can't reach for more. But sometimes more takes time. As I've mentioned a few times in this episode, right? Like when I would be crying in the bathroom at my corporate job, but I was reminding myself that it was a means to an end and all the great things that I had that were coming to me because of that corporate job. And there were days where reminding myself of that sometimes felt better than other days, but (laughs) it was something that I had to keep in mind a lot of the time because I, I had to recognize how much that job was giving me. And even though I, I wasn't enjoying myself, I knew that there was a long game and I was doing what I could to build more fun and to, to build great things into my everyday life so that I had all kinds of things to look forward to that weren't just the weekend like we all have choices. We all have choices. And most, most of us have the immense privilege of creating our own reality. And for most of us, you know, no matter what your situation, there's typically even really tiny, small choices that you can make to start recreating that reality. So I really want to invite you to take a deeper dive into this and start at the beginning with what it is that you're trying to escape, like what it is that you don't like, what it is that you're stressed about in everyday life. Start there and then start taking those small steps to shift and to adapt and to change and to add in new things and to to figure out what you can do to start making choices to love the life that you're living every day and not constantly trying to escape what you're already living and trying to escape to the next big thing. Like life life is, is the journey, right? It's not the destination. And there's a huge amount of joy that can be derived from, there's actually been research to support this, that we, we tend to get the most benefit out of looking forward to a vacation than we do from the vacation itself. <laughs> so I guess that is you know super beneficial in terms of book your vacation well in advance so that you can look forward to it for even longer. But I, I would argue, and I don't have scientific research to back this up by any means, but I would argue that a lot of the people who get the most benefit from looking forward to that vacation, over long periods of time, they, they might not be enjoying their everyday life that much. And that's why the vacation is this like big, huge glimmer of hope, basically, because they're trying to escape their everyday on a regular basis. So what can we do to change our current reality so that we're looking forward more to our everyday life as well as the big vacation? We want to introduce a little bit more balance there so that you're opening your eyes in the morning and you're excited to get out of bed because when we aren't excited to get out of bed and that goes on for weeks and months and years at a time that is draining that is draining that will feel like it sucks the life out of you and I don't want that for you and there are other ways and other options and other choices that we can make to start to create something new so I am very excited about Thursday's episode so, make sure to tune in. I've got like some killer episodes uh, coming up on Thursdays for you guys in particular. And this week, we're gonna be talking to Melissa Pine all about toxic positivity and why good vibes only is bullshit, (laughs) which I'm a huge fan of. And we just have a really, really fascinating discussion. And we ended up going off on different tangents that we weren't expecting to. And it's a fantastic, fantastic episode. So I think you're really, really going to enjoy it. So I will talk to you on Thursday. Thanks so much for listening to the room to grow podcast today. All show notes and references can be found over at roomtogrowpodcast.com. And can you do me one huge favor before you go though? If you can take take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on social media, I would absolutely love to see who's listening and get to connect with you and thank you. And if you could leave a review on iTunes, that would go a long way and make such a huge difference. It really helps to get the word out there, get more amazing guests on the show and helps to get all of this information out to the world. Looking forward to growing with you.